Hello and welcome to the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on this Tuesday, the 9th of January, 2024. I hope everybody had a great New Year's and a great Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all that jazz. Now we're back to the real world. The holidays are over. Um, so I am going to just touch on a few topics. The first thing is first. Eight out of the 11 losses the Rangers have had in regulation have been with three goals or more. Yes, you heard that here. Uh, I can't believe that's that, but then thinking about it, uh, yeah, I can. Um, I'm just going to look that up again. Yes. So eight of the Rangers' 11 regulation losses have been by three goals or more. Keandre Miller has finished last in last night's game with a minus three, which, you know what, he freaking ass deserved. Um, hi, Keandre. Yo, um, did you flip your switch off by accident? Because, you know, according to you, all you have to do to get into the championship mindset is flip a switch. So did you flip it? And did you do turn it off by accident? I don't know. You were the worst last night among all skaters last night with a minus three. Um, I don't think Othman, is that we say his name? Brendan, I don't think he is ready yet. And I said that to you come up in the end of October, beginning of November, when I went to a Hartford Wolfpack game and I told you he's not ready yet. You know who I would love to see come up here would be Adam Sakura. I think he is more ready than, than Brendan is, but he's not. He only had um, two shifts. Um, after winning five straight to end 2023, Igor allowed 12 goals in three games to start 2024. Okay. So something has to happen. Now, he was very good in his debut, Brennan Othman. Brennan, but, and he led all the skaters with five shots on goal against the Chicago Blackhawks in his opener. But then it's gone downhill because he's not ready yet to be up here. All you people that go, oh, well, let them figure it out. Let them come up here and then just play. Yes. Hi. Um, we, we did that with Kako and with Laffy and look what happened. And I'm going to get on Laffy in a minute. I'm going to talk about him in a second because you fans out there in Twittersville are fucking stupid. Okay. Um, so this is like, this is like the stupidest I think I've ever seen. Okay. So people complain Here's the here's the thing. Someone said they had enough of Wheeler. They had enough of Laffy. Had enough of Kako. Had enough of Miller. Okay, 
Um, I, I agree with Miller. I agree with Miller. Kako was hurt now. Let's see what happens when he comes back. But I kind of am on the way that we don't mean to resign him for next year. But Laffy. Um, here, the Laffy hate is absurd. It's obscene to hate on him. He's doing everything but scoring more goals. So again, fans of this fan base, all you people focus on is the fucking stat sheet. Just because it doesn't turn up in the stat sheet doesn't mean the player isn't doing what he is told to do or what his forte is, what his niche on the ice is, if you rather, if may I rather say it. Not everybody has the same skill set. Okay. And last night, And last night, he made this obscene pass. He had this obscene setup with, for, for, for Panarin. And Panarin scored the goal on that pass that he had. I mean, his pass was brilliant. But yet we're going to shit on him because he's not in the score sheet as on, under goals. Um, hi, he did get an assist on that goal. He did, he did really end up in the score sheet. Um. But here's two problems with the Rangers. The Rangers have five forwards who don't bring anything to the table. But I'm not going to say five. I'm going to say, why do we... Picklet, gone. Goodbye. Adios. Nick Bonino, I like him. But we already have Truba and Lindy who block shots. So if the on goody. The only if you if we only need we only need a couple people who to do that. We don't need him because that's all he does. He doesn't bring anything offensively here. Goodbye. Wilder, goodbye. There's three guys gone. Johnny Brodinski belongs here. And if you recall when he was on the first line, he brought more to the table on that first line than Wilder has ever done. Okay. Also, another freaking problem with this team. Is that they lack they lack luster, they lacked they lack confidence. Now you can tell that the doubt is starting to seep in, because they do not have the championship mindset. They do not have big dog mentality. I will tell you what you need for big dog mentality. There are ten things. There are ten different things that an athlete needs for big dog mentality. I'm going to tell you that in a minute. But I'm going I'm going to type this. Um, Truba let in a walk-in goal yesterday. Miller left in a walk-in goal. Miller had a horrible game. Fox had a horrible game, okay? Fox let in a walk-in goal. And then Laffy, the only thing I would complain about Alexa Lafreniere, he was lazy getting back, which led to a goal. Igor has not been the Igor that we know, but the lack of defensive awareness on this team is what's killing us. The lack of defensive awareness. There is no awareness on defense. They suck on defense. Their defense is killing it. They're, they're killing it. They're killing it on defense. Even before anything happens. Okay? Which then leads me to the all-star vote. Okay, why the fuck am I going to vote for Adam Fox? 
Why am I going to want him in the all-star game? He is not an all-star this year. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. This organization has to understand this shit. It's okay. Not he's gonna he's having an off year. He's allowed to have an off year. Are we pissed off with him for having one? Yes. Especially after Truba decides to give him the A on his jersey. Yes, he's really showing everybody the way. Um, should I vote for Chris Kreider? No. Should I vote for Mika Sabanajet? No. No. The only people who belong in the All-Star game, which is a stupid-ass nine game anyway, Igor doesn't even belong there. You know who belongs there? Jonathan Quick belongs in the All-Star game. I love Igor, but Igor don't belong there. He was sixth under goalies at the time when, when the NHL picked him to be the to picked him to be an all-star. Sixth among goalies, and he's gonna be the all he's gonna be the all-star goalie. Jonathan Quick is better than him right now. I don't know what happened to Igor, but there's something I think ever since he got hurt, and I believe that was the end, was that the end of November, beginning of November? My, my mind's blurry on that when he got hurt. He got hurt right before we had that five-day um, layoff. I believe it was December, if I'm not mistaken. It could be November. But he's come back. Yeah, it was November. It was November because I believe then they played the Devils November 18th. So it was, it was that week. It was the week before. And then he sat out for those two weeks, right? And ever since then, he really has not been Igor. And even before then, he was slipping a little bit, which I'm going to say, as an athlete, every, every athlete has the right to have off days. They're not robots. We have to remember that they're people. But uh, he should be in the All-Star game. The people who should be in the All-Star game are Alexei Lafreniere. Alexei Lafreniere deserves to be in the All-Star game and Vincent Trotrek. Obviously Panarin, but Panarin already told you he, his wife's having this, their second kid. And his priority is very straight. His priority is his family. Which brings me to Jacob fucking Chuba. Why on earth is the organization trying to push you to vote for Jacob? Well, besides because I called him out on a couple things and he fucking screwed up. And they're trying to make him look good. First of all, his wife's having a baby now, any day now. From today, I think, till next week. I think I forgot what her due date was. But she can literally have the baby today. His first priority better be his son and his wife. Not going to a fucking all-star game. Come on. Priorities, family first. All-star game, second. It's a stupid SNI game anyway. It's not the same as it used to be. They ruin the all-star game with all these stupid skill competition shit. Like, yes. Maybe like three or four things are good, like you know, the, the shoot, like shooting on the targets on the corners, and and the fastest skater, and that kind. Of, that stuff's kind of cool, but they ruined the game. Everything's ruined. Every and every All Star game in every single league, stupid anyway. I mean, look at the NFL. They play like flag football with that. I mean, it's stupid. Um, but yeah, why? Why are we going to put Jacob Chupin? And think about this. He is the most hated dude 
and all of hockey with all with all fans. Pittsburgh fans, Flyer fans, Devil fans, Islander fans, Boston fans, Carolina fans, Tampa Bay fans, Florida Panther fans, Colorado Avalanche fans, LA King fans, just to name a few that hate his guts. Do you think they're going to vote him in? And he is hated by New York Ranger fans. There are fans that hate him. As a player. Not a person. His priority should be his family. But we're pushing it out there. Hello? God. Jesus, Louise. Um... The last 16 games, okay, the last 16 games, the Rangers are 8, 7, and 1. And they're lucky that they won 8 because out of those 8 wins, most of them, I'm going to say half of those wins, they could have easily lost those games. Because they've been playing so inconsistent the past 16 games. They started out, now I'm not going to say they started out great the first 23 games. But you could tell, A, they had energy. They had confidence. They had heart. They had drive. They had discipline. They were consistent. And now they look like they don't even want to even be out there. They look lost. They look lost. They look lost. I'll just leave it at that. They look lost. They have no defense awareness. And then on the power play, why the hell are we passing 20,000 bazillion times? I feel like we're back to the year, it's back to the year 2020, 2021, where that's all they used to do on the power play. Pass here, pass there. Oh, no, pass there, pass here. Pass back here, go here, pass here. Shoot the puck. You make three, four passes, and then you should be able to shoot, get a deflection, get a rebound. Chris Kreider should be in front, deflection. That's how he got his 52 goals. Almost half of those, even more than half, were deflections. Did we forget about that? And then this pass, passing. I don't need to see a pretty power play. I want to see a, a goal on the power play. You have so many freaking opportunities that you guys waste because you're passing 500 fucking times. Okay. So here are the factors that you must have to be have big dog mentality. But, oh, I forgot. Jacob Chuba as the captain knows this shit. Yes, he's passed it along because everybody in that locker room is not on the same page when it comes to mindset. They're all over. They're all everywhere else. First of all, I'm just going to say this straight out. You, their gear, this is mostly like superstition shit. And fans have this shit too. Your gear doesn't help you win. Like using a special stick or putting on your gear on the right side before the left side is, has no value and has no, um, doesn't equal you guys winning. Cutting your hair like Panarin had 
like shaving his head or when they shave their beards and only have mustaches or when they only have beards and no mustaches or whatever they fucking have to do with their hair. Um, or when they grow their playoff beards, your, your hair has no factor in you winning or losing. So get that through your head. That's not the championship mindset. That's a loser mentality. Thinking that you're only going to win if your hair looks a certain way or you only have certain gear or you're, you know, you only use a certain stick. Well, sticks break. What then? Gear, bu- get, gear gets busted up. What then? Your hair grows quick. My hair grows like a weed. I mean, it's, um, then what then? Then you're going to keep shaving it off and you can't shave a certain part and then you have to do this and do, oh my God. That's not the championship mindset. In the real, in the realm, right. In sports, where dedication, perseverance, and talent converge, the championship mindset stands as the pinnacle, the pinnacle of athletic achievement. It is a mindset that transcends physical proudness and dwells into the depths of the mental fortitude, strategic thinking, and unwavering self-belief. This mindset is not merely a collection of skill or technique. It's the way of being. It's a philosophy that permeates every aspect of an athlete's life, shaping their approach to training, competition, and the pursuit of excellence. And this fucking Ranger team don't have that shit. Ready? Ten factors you must have to have the big dog mentality. Number one, commitment. Do they look committed? I mean, I think fans are going to be committed before this team is. Pun intended. Two, drive. Do they have the drive to succeed? Three, determination. Are they determined to figure out what's messing up and fix it? You can say it in a press conference. Saying it and doing it are two different things. Four, discipline. We see that they don't have discipline. Five, consistency. We don't see they have consistency. Although they're consistently losing now, so they have turned it again. They've turned it against themselves. Six, faith. You have to have faith in yourself and faith in your teammates. And faith is the thing that you cannot see. It's not seen. That's hard for some. Heart. Do they have heart? We all know that Lindy plays with heart every fucking game. He's the heart and soul of the defense. He's the heart and soul of that team. Direction. Do they know the direction that they are headed for? Do they understand where they're going? What direction are they in? I'm going to tell you, they're all in different directions. You have Keandre Miller thinking he has to flip a switch. Well, he flipped it off. You have Wheeler who has a flat tire. I don't know what direction he's going in. You have other guys on defense making very, very stupid mistakes. You have guys who are lazy getting back. You have no forechecking. You have no backchecking. You had trouble the last couple games getting through the neutral zone. That's the direction that they're going in. They have no. They don't. They don't know what direction they're going in. Clear vision again. They don't have a clear vision because they don't understand what the championship mindset is. If they had the championship mindset, they'd have a clear vision. And learning from failure. Open to looking at the negative to create the positive. This team never likes looking at a negative. And Chris Kreider is the perfect example for that. 
because he never likes to look at anything at all. He'll just, well, we can't talk about that right now. I really don't care about that. So we're just going to have to focus on the next game. No, talk about your mistakes. Own up to what you've done wrong. Because when you look at the negative in that way, you're going to fix your problem. And then you're going to do things the correct way. But see, they haven't liked to look at their mistakes because they're men and they let their ego do the talking. Their ego is, your ego is your mind. Your mind plays tricks on you. That's where the ego is. The ego is the mind. It's not the heart or the soul. It's the mind. It's your mind telling you whatever it's telling you. Champions don't simply drift through their training and competitions. They have a clear vision for what they want to achieve. They set goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, providing a roadmap for their journey towards excellence. These goals are not merely aspirations, but rather commitments that drive their actions and decisions. See, so that's what the championship mindset is. It's with a vision and purpose. Now, also, if you must know, I will tell you, let me look where it is. Okay, so in one of the chapters of my book, which I'm still in the qualms of editing, which I hate. Oh my God, editing is a pain in the ass. Um, so you have to have a vision for the championship mindset. And the vision is the combination of manifestation and visualization creates a powerful synergy, reinforcing each other's effects and amplifying their impacts on athletic performance. Here are some steps to harness the power of manifestation in sports. I'm going to give you, let's see, I have how many did I write down? One, two, three, four, five. I'm going to give you two. Number one, clarify your goals. Define your athletic goals with specific and with specific stuff and precision. Well, specific, I can't read my writing. I'll have to look that one over. It's on my computer. But specific. Be specific with your goals and be precise with what you want. Just don't say, I want to win this Stanley Cup. That is not a precise goal. That you have to have individual goals in order to achieve a team goal. And everybody has to have those goals in order for it to be successful. Visualize yourself achieving these goals vividly and repeatedly. That's what you do. And that's what they call a vision board. So, like, literally, I made a vision board. And I have all my goals on what I want and what I want to achieve on my board. So, like, I have a sticker. I have a sticker printer. So, it prints out these, like, little stickers and stuff, like these little pictures I find online. So, I mean, you can do it that way. You can get a magazine. You can cut out whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. And you put it on your vision board. You can put words on your vision board. You can put whatever you want on your vision. Your vision board is what you want as an individual. Then the team gets together and they put together a team vision board of what the team wants to achieve. So you have to have individual goals first before you can have team goals. Because not everybody has the same goal. Yes, you, we all think that they all want to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, you'd think that. But look at some athletes who just want to get paid. They don't, they don't care if they win or lose. They just want to get their money. 
I mean, you have that a lot in the NFL. Okay. I'm trying to see. Okay. Visualize success. Regularly engage in visualization exercises, picturing yourself performing at your peak, achieving your goals, and celebrating your victories. Literally in your mind's eye. I'm going to say this. Be delusional. Be delusional. If you already believe that you achieved it, the 3D has no choice but to, to show up, have it show up because you feel that you've already done it. Your brain doesn't know the difference between it being actual and being imaginary. If you can imagine it, you can achieve it. You know that saying? You can, you can imagine it, you can achieve it. That's exactly what this is. And that's what these guys have to do. And that's part of the championship mindset is manifestation and visualization. You have to visualize yourself winning. But you also um, you have to also want it, though. You can't just be, oh, I'm going to win. I want to visualize winning. If you don't feel it in your heart that that's what you want, you're never going to get it. By repeatedly visualizing desired outcomes, athletes can prime their minds and bodies to perform at their best. It's not just the skills you see them do on the ice. They need to train their brains. Their brains need to be trained. Uh, let me skip ahead. Okay. Do you know that there is a science to success? Think about it. You don't have to understand how electricity works. You just flip a switch and turn on a light. Just like Kanji Miller says, just flip a switch. But technically, yes. When you, when you go in your house and you flip the switch, you don't think how the electricity is, going, is turning on in your house. Same as when you drive a car. You just turn the key on in the ignition and the car starts. You don't think about all the different parts of the car that it takes for the car to start. I mean, we all think about getting gas in our cars. And if you have an electric car, you got to charge it. But we don't think about those things. Some people in this world feel that being successful is all about luck, education, the hard work you do. And nothing can be further from the truth. Success never comes by chance. Success is a science. Everything in our world is organized by and governed by vibrations. If you align yourself with these vibrations, you win every time. I just found $200. I aligned my vibration with finding money. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going out there. I'm finding, I'm finding money today. And then I said that this weekend. And I found $200. Oh, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. But anywho, I aligned my mind to what I wanted to achieve, and I win. I win every time I do that. Every time I do that. That's why they say, you know, karma, honey. Mm -hmm. Which we'll get to later. Um, Success is not determined by your circumstances, your skill, your opportunities. It may be influenced by the external factors, but it's not caused by them. Your current situation is the direct result of your past thoughts. And we know how this team thinks. We know how this team focuses and thinks about things from the past. Um, so, okay. Let's do a mental exercise to develop the big dog mentality. I will give you one that's in the book. This is, now, I'm telling you, you should really have a journal and you should really write these things out. 
journaling is great. Writing them out, important. Okay, here's one. Think of some way you can step outside your comfort zone and challenge yourself. This can be resisting to check your phone for an hour, choosing healthier meals, or resisting to spend money on something frivolous. Like, I'll say it, coffee. Embracing discomfort and practicing delayed gratification go together like peanut butter and jelly. This exercise counters your instincts. By embracing discomfort and stepping outside your comfort zone, you not only develop endurance physically, since sports are physical, but you also build mental toughness. You practice delayed gratification by setting small goals for yourself throughout the week. By consistently achieving them, you build up your self-control and your mental fortitude. That's how we start the championship mindset. But now Jacob doesn't know this shit. But Jacob knows this shit. No. The Rangers know this shit. Sure. Sure, they're showing it right now. They know nothing. They know it all. Maybe, maybe this is what karma's doing. Did you ever think that? I was thinking that the other day. Maybe karma is, you know, she's coming out and she's going to have the entire team suck. Suck like shit because of what Jacob did. Ah! You never know. Like I said, karma's a bigger bitch than me. I don't have to do anything. I can just sit back and watch. Because that's what I do. I don't have to do nothing. Like I said in my last podcast, you know, it would be good if Jacob made things right. Because we're just going to screw the guy that I used to be friends with in the PR department. Although, I do have screenshots of our conversation. I, you know, I, I could share them. But, you know, I don't feel like it. Not yet. Because then I got to bring somebody else into the fold because I wonder if he's the reason that he was behaving the way that he behaved. You know, and then Jacob leaves everything to the guy on PR. But Jacob could have reached out and said, look, you know, I'm sorry. Can't do it. You know, they don't want me to do it. And speaking of that. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Speaking of that shit, when Jacob got hurt. He said something. I don't know if I still have it on my phone or do I have it in my empty box? Let me see. Did I get rid of it? Um, yes, let's look in the recently deleted book. Um, he said something that was very alarming to me. Hold the boat. I will get it because I know I have it here. No, okay. Um, let me see if we can find it. I just had it. Yes. Um, no. Um, nah. Somebody posted about Adam Fox. Um, uh, it's here. Hold on. It's just in a mess. I have so many of these I have to just delete. Um, where is it? No. Hold on. I wanted to read it exactly what he said. But I may have to just paraphrase if I can't find where it is. Hmm. Oh, 
I found some Jimmy Vesey's, um, Vesey's uh, funny tweets. I'll read those. But to paraphrase what Jacob said, when he got hurt and he was saying, you know, I don't want to play. You know, I'm scared to go out there if I had one. So he played it safe. And I don't, uh, you know, but I don't know how much the New York Rangers want me to talk about it. When he said that, that was pinpoint. That's how the that's how every organization pretty much is for the most part. But the Rangers are even worse at this. When they say, "Well, I don't think the Rangers wanted me to talk about it. I don't know how much they want me to discuss it." Yo, Jacob, who fucking cares how much the Rangers want you to talk about things? If you need to talk about things, talk about things. Be transparent. It's your character that's at stake. Not the Rangers organization. At the end of the day, the Rangers are going to be the Rangers regardless. But your character is here on the line. Which, speaking of that, I should do my post. I should do my post, which says, let's see, mm -hmm, which is facts. You can easily judge the character of a man by how he treats those who can do nothing for him. 100% agree. Oh, so here are some of um, Jimmy uh, Vesey's um, funny tweets. This dude is funny. Um, just had my yearly physical. Most action I've had in a long time. This was from 2013. Another one of his that was funny. I go to Dunkin' Donuts, not for the quality of their products per se, but to avoid the arrogant, elitist atmosphere of Starbucks. And that was from... 2012. <laughs> I never knew that Jimmy was that funny. Um, so let me just do a quick fashion check before I end up this my before I end this one. Now I'm going to have to play my video, but I don't want to play the stupid music with it because <sighs> we can't have it on here. Um. All right, let's do last couple. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, that one I don't want to do. Okay. We have, okay, so Vincent Trocek looking really good. No, I don't want to, nope. Okay, yep, I don't want to do that. Thank you. Um, do you know, if you notice, when you look at this, when you look at their, um, when you look at the fashion videos, notice who holds coffee in their hands to try to motivate them, you know, and keep, you know, that's part of their routine. And who has their phone in their hand? And I say that because you shouldn't have your phone in your hand. See, that's not part of the big dog mentality. Um, Laffy, you are guilty of this. Miller's guilty of this. Um, mostly Chris Kreider wears headphones, so he doesn't have the phone in his hand. Um, Mika has his phone in his hand sometimes. Um, Jimmy has his phone in his hand occasionally. I don't really see too many others have their phone in their hand, but you shouldn't be looking at your phone. When you're on the way to the arena, whether it's MSG or you're on a bus from the hotel going to the arena, your phone should be put away. Nothing is more distracting and takes you outside that big dog mentality than having your fucking phone watching TikTok videos. Okay? Do that after the game's over. 
You shouldn't be looking what people are saying, what people are doing. You should not be on your phones. If you're only using your phone to call your family or see your kids, that's a different story. Kinda. Kinda a little different, like, that's like, like almost like a pass. But still, when I coached college cheerleading, I had a basket. And I made all the girls put their fucking phones in a basket and we shut it off. We put it on silent. And they put them in the basket a few times because I couldn't deal with the fact that they had a fucking look at that fucking stupid phone. That's not the big dog mentality. And hence why the last 16 games, they've been pooey. I'm going to give you, here's, here's something for Laffy to understand. Laffy, this is for you. Ready? When you overthink, you stink. When you are having fun, that's how you get things done. And that's, that should be your motto for the rest of the year. Also, fashion-wise with Laffy, um, I love the brown. Love the blue with the purple. Your suits are, are dead on. But I'm going to tell you something about your facial hair, just for a second. Your mustache got to go. I, I, I can't fucking stand that thing. I can't. You're not Ryan Lindgren. Repeat, Ryan Lindgren is the only one on this team that looks fucking good whatever he fucking does with his face. I cannot stress that enough. Now, the only thing I like on Laffy's face is the rough on his face. He has the rough on his face. The mustache got to go. Shave the mustache off and grow it all together with the, with the rough on your face and you look fucking hot. Nothing, com- nothing com- compared to Lindy, but at least you're up there. I mean, Vincent Trocek's mustache looks pretty damn good. I mean, he looks good, but still, like, facial hair-wise. And I like when, when some of the guys have, um, hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut that off. Okay. Um, mustache. I'm just looking at facial hair. Wheeler's good. Like, Laffy, no, shave it off. Um, of course, Mika has to keep what he has on. He looks, he looks ridiculously, ridiculously amazing. Um, I love Igor's look, by the way. With the long coat and the matching beanie. Um, you know, speaking of that, Lindy, honey, I haven't seen you wear a beanie in a while. You wore them last year. You had the green one, and I believe you had the gray one. Or was it the blue one? But I know you had a green one. Wear it. You look so freaking amazing when you have that hat on. Now, you do. You look very amazing. Um, all right. Yep. Uh, I'm just looking at the last fashion one. See, so, you know, and even Laffy looks amazing with that long coat. Long coat. Beanies. Imp- ridiculous. Um, no, no comment. Oh, then Will Cooley looks amazing, too. He, and he also wears gloves. So it's the first time I've ever seen a hockey player have gloves on. Gloves, beanie, long coat. He looked amazing. Let's go back to that. <laughs> Let's look at that one again. Let's go to the videotape. Um, Panarin looks amazing. As usual. Um, Lindy, I like your other... I don't like your brown shoes. I like your black shoes. Those look really amazing. But you have such... You have the game face. If there's ever a player that has a game face, it is Lindy. Lindy's with his game face. Um, like Truba, Truba looks good with his beanie and a suit. 
No, no coat. No, like long coat. Looks good. Um, Jimmy looks incredible. And Will again looks amazing too. So here you go. Just a quick little uh, quick thing for fashion. Now I will end it again with the championship mindset, pre-performance mindset. Chill. So the four, the five things are: you chill, you disconnect, you visualize, you stay calm, and then you go into performance mode. So previous to arriving at the arena, just chill, calm your emotions, and relax your mind. Breathe deep. Disconnect. Before suiting up, mentally disconnect from the environment and your teammates. Close your eyes, breathe deep, and focus on the great performances you made throughout the season. Visualize. Play your confident big dog DVD or your, your Spotify mix over and over to conquer doubt. Focus on why you can versus why you can't. See, they don't do that. They are not visualizing. And they're also not disconnecting. They may be chilling, but they're not disconnecting and the team is not visualizing. The next thing is to stay calm. As you enter on the floor, well, as you enter on the ice, keep the special emotion, emotional energy inside. Save it for later. Save it for when you're done. Performance mode. Narrow your focus, get serious, and believe in yourself. See, so they're skipping steps. They don't, they don't know what they're doing because they don't have anybody to teach them that. Now, I'm willing to teach them that, but Jacob knows it all. He, he knows it all. He's teaching them wonderful things about it because he's such a great leader in that locker room. And, oh, and Fox is too. And so is Mika and Kreider and, and um, Panarin and Goody. Yes, they're, they're, they're really good. It's really wonderful. Um, that's about it. I'll end it on that. I'll end it on that note. The championship pre-performance mindset, they don't have it either. So I won't be surprised if they lose the next three games the way that they're playing because they don't want to fix anything. Their defense stinks. Um, they're not, they're lazy. They look like, you know, they, they lack luster. They lack energy. They don't start out the game coming out of the gate anymore. They don't start the game coming out of the gate anymore. They did that in the first 23 games, and then they just they gave up. But again, they're doing the same shit they did against the Devils when they had the playoffs. And I'll just bring that back up again. Want to know why? I'm going to bring it back up because it, this is like their mojo. They have this amazing lead, an amazing record, and then they sit back. Sit back. Uh that's why you guys are like, you know, it's your mentality. It's not your skill set. You all have your skill set. It's your mentality. That's the reason why you guys are losing. And you were you're eight, seven, and one the last 16 games. Hopefully you guys figure it out because guess what? Other teams in your division are getting hot. Other teams in your division are getting hot. What are you gonna do about it? Talk to you next week. Bye.